Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Boatsy, and Jerem. All right, everybody, we have a uh, special guest here today, uh, Letterkenny star, Nathan Dales. Nathan, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing real good, real good. Thanks so much for taking the time out to uh, to talk to us here for a little bit. We're uh, Everybody here loves this show. I mean, we've been seeing little clips everywhere, and oh my God, it's absolutely hysterical. Really, really good stuff. That's awesome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of give us a brief little description of of Letterkenny. You know, it, it's brand new here to the U.S. Like I said, we've had little clips and things like that. But uh, just give us a, a brief little description of uh, what Letterkenny is all about. So, Letterkenny is uh, a story, and it's it's set in uh, southwestern Ontario, and it's a small town story. So, uh, basically, there are four different groups of people: uh, the Hicks, the Skids, the hockey players, and the Christians. Um, and and there's also uh, the uh, natives as well. And uh, so, it's the interactions between those groups uh, in a small town. Letterkenny is a town of five thousand people. So, it's the the stories that might happen uh, when those groups interact with each other, and that's that's. Kind of what it's about is an overview, and then obviously there's more. Uh, there's different smaller groups that interact with everybody uh, from time to time. But uh, yeah, that's that's the main premise of it. Awesome, hilarious, and then native. We saw the the little clip of uh, everybody getting the native flu there. So uh, I'm <laughs> sure there's some sort of a uh, a, co- uh, a coincidence there. Yeah, that's the um, that, that's the uh, that that the natives are. Uh, much bigger and better at sports uh, than everybody else is. And so getting the native flu is uh, just sort of a euphemism for, I don't want to play and I want to say that I'm going to be sick because I'm going to get the, I'm going to, I'm going to get the hell kicked out of me if I go and play. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Well, yeah. How about you talk about uh, your character? You play Daryl on the show. Uh, go into what, uh, what Daryl's all about. Yeah, so I play Daryl on the show, and a uh, shortened version is Dairy, uh, which is kind of funny. So I am a, I'm a dairy farmer uh, from southwestern Ontario, and uh, I play Wayne, who's played by Jerry Keith. So I play his best friend, and I'm also a part of the Hicks. Uh, so that's where I fall in there, and the Hicks consist of myself and Jared and Michelle Milet, who plays Katie, his sister, and Kay Trevor Wilson, who plays Squirrely Down. So Daryl, yeah, like I say, is uh, is Wayne's best friend, and... Uh, there, uh, you know, uh, a lot of our relationship follows around the loyalty between us and uh, and hanging out a lot of hanging out together, usually on Wayne's farm, and uh, you know, scheming, uh, scheming about uh, what to do with the chores during the day, and uh, you know, how are we going to have a good time, and uh, you know, where most importantly can we uh, get a beer together? <laughs> and usually that falls on the farm, but uh, sometimes you know we'll go to Modine's uh, to go and check out the bar, which is the local bar in town. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of it revolves around us hanging out and uh, shooting the breeze, talking about the, the major issues that affect everybody in the world, um, you know, different. Uh, and, and then uh, where else can we get a shot of Gus and Brew? Where, when's the whiskey coming, basically? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are uh, a couple of bruisers, too, the, the Hicks, aren't they? A couple of bruisers, you know, a couple of scrums here and there with uh, you and yourself, Wayne? Yeah, big time. I think that's uh, that's one of the uh, big parts of the show is the uh, the scraps that ever scraps or the Donny Brooks that we get into, and so uh, again, that sort of follows the uh, you know the loyalty theme where it's just like, all right, well, you come at one of us, you're going to come at all of us, and uh, yeah, nobody's afraid to get into a scrap. It's uh, it's pretty much uh, you know could be a daily routine to have to uh, you know make sure that nobody's going to mess with you or mess with your buddies, and uh, 
there are definitely some scraps that happen. And then there are other hits on the show too, like uh, Tyson and Joint Boy, uh, who also will help out if necessary, uh, if the scrap uh, dictates that we're going to need a little bit more muscle <laughs> involved. But uh, yeah, scraps are a big part of the show, have been since season one, and uh, it's uh, we're not going to slow down on that. There's always... Always a good place in a show for a little bit of a scratch, for sure. Oh, yeah, just your typical day, you know? <laughs> just throwing them down. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, big time. <laughs> so we've we seen all your guys' YouTube videos, obviously, before you started the Letterkenny show, um, kind of how you guys yeah. pretty much got started out. Um, I mean, making those videos, did was this the kind of the goal at the end of it? Or what kind? Like, what was the end goal when you guys made those videos? And did you guys see this becoming as big as it has? Yeah, so... Well, we started off, uh, so Jared Kiso and I, Jared Kiso, the creator, we started off uh, together. We were pals in Vancouver, and we started making uh, comedy videos for YouTube. And the first ones that we started making were uh, uh, centered around a hockey team, the Calgary Flames, and uh, just kind of making jokes about the last names of players, doing little puns on that and stuff. And so we started with those, and they kind of didn't go really anywhere. And then Jared came to me and said, hey, I've got this idea. It's called uh, Letterkenny Problems, and what we're going to do is we're going to do some straight-to-cameras you know, some of the things you might find yourself in, some of the problems you might have as uh, as somebody living in a small town. So we started with those. Uh, we did five episodes of those. Uh, they were two minutes each. And uh, the end goal, I mean, we, we, we wanted it to go somewhere. I'm not really sure exactly where we wanted it to go or where we thought it was going to go. Um, and obviously we didn't see, <laughs> I don't think any of us saw, you know, a TV deal and us uh, going back to shoot the fifth season now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started, it started with the YouTube videos and, I uh, just kind of can't believe the, uh, the success and the viewership that they had just on YouTube. Um, and then, then, uh, a production company by the name of new metric media sort of picked up on it and really liked what we were doing. And I uh, wanted to partner up and try and take us to the next level, which would have been a 30 minute comedy, which where we, uh, you know, and that's sort of where we stand now. Like I said, we're going in to start shooting the fifth season and, uh, available on Hulu now is just, just seasons one and two, but yeah, we're going back to season five. So, uh, in answer to your question, uh, no way I, I didn't see it going this far. N no way. Uh, you know, and, and just like so pumped like i couldn't be happier for us to go this far but uh i think i think if if you'd asked me like uh you know five years ago and i said oh definitely season five i'll be doing an interview on uh <laughs> you know for uh for the uh for us getting u.s distribution so i'd be a liar if i said that i could have seen that coming <laughs> for sure but it's like uh it's it's so welcome and it's uh it's crazy it just seems like it keeps getting better every day yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, it's all coming down to the states. Everybody's pretty excited down here. I mean, like we said before, we've all seen plenty of clips. So, I mean, how how is it, excited is everybody up there with the show that it's uh, finally going to be down in the states and we can all actually see the show? Oh man, I, I think everybody's uh, everybody's crazy excited. You know, you can always, uh, if you're internet savvy, you can always go and watch things. Uh, you know sort of uh, in a gray area or a black and white area as to whether or not it's legal to get it somewhere <laughs> where it's not being uh, not being shown. But uh, but the fact that we're able to um, show it now uh, and to a huge audience like Hulu has is is just insane. I mean, it's uh, it, it, you, you take the population of Canada and that's, you know, about what, like 35 million or something like that. And obviously the state is just such a massive market. So to be able to reach people on that sort of level uh, you know, legally and whatnot is uh, is is just fantastic. Like it's, uh, I think everybody's mind here is just a little bit blown. And uh, you know, from uh, from everybody else on the show that I've talked to, it's just like I uh, can't believe it, and just uh, and super excited and happy that it's going this way. It's just uh, you know, again, like couldn't be better. Do you think now is kind of the perfect time for you guys to start to come to the states now that hockey is kind of like the NHL is now at like its 
peak popularity in America. Do you think this is kind of the perfect time to introduce something like this? I think uh, I think for sure. Uh, not only not only is uh, does hockey and uh, you know the hockey culture sort of play quite a big role in the show. Um, I, I think it's great, and and then the fact that the NHL is getting so big, uh, you know, obviously Vegas such a great run this year and stuff like that. Um, and it's just uh, it's crazy. I think it's a great time. I think uh, you know, call it call it what you want. Call it the you know the stars aligning at the time that uh, that they need to or whatever. But yeah, I think I, I don't think there could be really a better time right now uh, with the popularity of that and uh, and uh, and then also us us getting now to show to show what we've got down there is uh, yeah. I think it's perfect timing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just going back to what you said about you know the people in America watching it illegally, legally, illegally. I just want to say those are probably like your most dedicated fans. Let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, if uh, if people if people you know like the YouTube series, obviously YouTube you can get anywhere you want, right? But if people liked it that much and liked it enough yeah. to to scour the internet or maybe even not have to scour it that hard to uh, to find it and watch full episodes that they can't uh, that they can't get normally, uh, that's that really says something I think about our fans, which I think are fantastic. And uh, yeah, it's great that, that people would be dedicated enough to want to <laughs> again scour <laughs> the internet and find us so so that they can so that they can watch full episodes. I think it's great. I, I really I, I love the uh, you know the positive uh, the positive messages that we get, especially from people in the states. And up until now, it was always you know it was a great, great, great show. Why can't we watch it down here? Like basically, exactly. what's your problem? <laughs> get it going on down here. <laughs> right. And now, fortunately, we can uh, you know have it down there. And again, it's just season one and season two, but I think it's a great start. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's cool to have fans that want to watch something that you've created that much that they'll uh, they'll go and rip it from the internet to begin with. And now, fortunately, that's not the case anymore. Okay, so uh, now that the show is finally in America, uh, the big question that I know the three of us have is: When are we going to be able to get some puppers down here in the states? When are you going to be able to get some puppers down there in the states? Uh, hopefully soon. <laughs> um, I'm not really. Sh- I mean, I'm not really sure exactly right now uh, because it's only uh, you can get it definitely in Ontario, um, but you uh, you'll be able to get it uh, you'll be able to get it in the states hopefully soon. I'm not really sure about that. There are uh, <laughs> we'll just people, have to take a road people, trip. Uh, people working on that. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, we'll just all have to take a road trip up there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's go back to like uh, talking about the series a little bit more. Um, you know, just your personal preference. Um, do you have any like favorite moments from the series um, that really stand out to you? Um, I definitely have a few favorite ones. Um, there's uh, <laughs> there's there's a scene around the uh, around Wayne's kitchen table where I eat a whole bunch of yogurt like a <laughs> like an animal, um, which I really like. And it was uh, so so that one's one of my favorite where I uh, start scraping the bottom of the cup and going kind of like a beast there. Um, that was always pretty funny to me. I had a ton of fun shooting that one. And uh, basically anything around Wayne's kitchen table is really fun because you get to be in close quarters and uh you know you're just trying not to laugh the whole time because uh kate trevor wilson and uh, and jared kiso oh, and, and michelle my like a, the, everybody who's in the hicks is is just pretty funny so those times around there 
uh, around the kitchen table. I also really like uh, there's um, there is a shot from uh, from season two, I believe, where uh, we're in a canoe, the three of us, me and Kay Trevor and Jared, and uh, the canoe tips, uh, and it's a direct result of me uh, maybe standing up a little too fast in the <laughs> canoe. So uh, that was a pretty fun one too. We all took a little bit of a dip, which was uh, which is pretty hilarious. Well, once you dry off and uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> drown, everything's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, you also got a, your cold openers are just absolutely fantastic. Oh my god! The one that I know you guys posted on it was posted on YouTube to kind of promote the show coming to America was you got you, the three of you playing catch, and yeah. uh, Squirrely Dan starts asking a little bit about um, you know some sexual preferences and just the reaction yeah. that you guys just you and Wayne just turning. And just ignoring him completely. <laughs> How hard was it to do that? Like and not laugh. Yeah. yeah. How many takes I, I don't like, have? <laughs> we were in tears. I don't know how um, you guys just didn't crumple over. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 basically damn near impossible to do it. I mean, it takes it takes uh, a bunch more takes than it probably should. Uh, it's super funny, you know. You've got uh, you've got Squirrely Dan talking about his, you know weird sexual preferences with this lady and uh, and then you got Wayne and I over there like just trying not to laugh the whole time so it definitely takes uh, it, it takes a lot of takes for those ones and fortunately though my uh, my like secret to that is to try and look nobody directly in the eyes because if I start looking people in the eyes I'm going to start laughing because those over. guys are kind of hilarious but uh, it's also really fun to uh, whip the whip the baseball around too when uh, when you're having fun and when you're working on set it's always kind of Always kind of fun doing that. So I, that that one uh, that one's pretty good, and I, I think that really gives like a uh, really gives a good insight as to what the show is about. You know, you can just stand there as three guys playing catch and just talking about uh, you know the little things in life, and I think that's uh, you know and have them and have the scenes go on for much longer than normal yeah. than we would in like a normal comedy comedy like a 30 minute comedy, and uh, and and I just love those ones. You know, you've got these like eight nine page scenes that uh you know shouldn't exist and then it just ends up being kind of hilarious and you know again having fun with your friends and shooting uh shooting something and, and trying not to laugh and failing at trying not to laugh for sure for a, for a very good portion yeah. of the day <laughs> so i you you mentioned k trevor wilson uh we all know that he's got a stand-up uh coming on to uh netflix pretty soon and uh he's hilarious how much of the show is improv from everybody, not just K. Trevor Wilson, just everybody. Well, here's the thing. So it's like, um, you know, I, the, the writing is done so precisely when it comes out. So when we get the scripts, uh, what we go through, we go through and make sure to almost have uh, no improv at all to begin with. Uh, you know, we can talk about things sort of in rehearsals and stuff like that. Like maybe this will work, maybe that'll work uh, a little bit better or whatever. But uh, no, uh, what you see on the screen is essentially exactly what's written down um, because the writing is so specific and the, uh, and the rhythm is so specific to that writing. It doesn't, it doesn't really offer a ton of movement to get a lot of improv in there because uh, it is so specific. And I think, uh, the way that it's written, I think it's the funniest way to do it to begin with. So, you know, we do a couple of takes uh, and make sure we have what's on the page. And then uh, Jacob Tierney, our director, lets us, you know, he lets us play around and uh, and sort of get a little improv going on. But uh, but more often than not, what you see uh, what you see in the episode is like word for word what's written down in the script, which is pretty cool because I think uh, that's a lot of people have that comment. Um, you know, uh, that's gotta be tons of improv. It's gotta be, there's no way. And then, but it's not, it's all written down and it's all written down so precisely that it's uh, you kind of, you know, 
I, I kind of don't want to screw with it because then you kind of start screwing with the rhythm and you start screwing with what I think is a, it's a pretty good product on, on the page, you know, from the writers to begin with. So yeah, to, to do the improv, I think a lot of the times takes away from the, uh, takes away from the, uh, the scenes to begin with. Um, who does, so who does most of the writing for the show then? Is it like a group effort or is there just specifically one per, one or two people? So uh, Jared Kiso, obviously the creator, and uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Tierney, our director, they do the majority of the writing. And now we have a couple of other writers that have come on uh, in the last little bit, um, you know, to uh, to obviously contribute their um, to contribute their their words um, because you know we do a number of episodes per year, and they have they have good insight. So we have uh, Jonathan Torrance is another one of our writers, and uh, Trevor Risk is another one. So there are now. There are now a few other ones, but the majority of it definitely gets written by Jared and Jacob for sure, uh, because they, uh, you know, obviously Jared created the show, and so he knows it best. Uh, and so, yeah, he definitely does the majority of the writing, him and Jacob for sure. So, so those are the two like really funny guys, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is they are the top. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah. Go, going back to your YouTube videos, I know you talked about your your flames. Uh, name pun video i don't know what you're talking about how it didn't get many hits we love it here we've literally watched it plenty of times it's i can't stop watching it. it's hilarious um but yeah obviously you're, you're a big flames fan um what how are you feeling about the team this year i mean are you excited are you excited about the moves they made do you, do you think they'll make a run for the playoffs again this year or how are you feeling well, okay. So my thought at every year, at the start of every year, is uh, <laughs> I think we're going to win the Stanley Cup. Now look, <laughs> that that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, but uh, the one that I'm most excited about, obviously, is James Neal coming on board. I think uh, I, I think that was out of left field. I, I I had no no indication that that would even be a possibility, and then that, boom, all of a sudden no. James Neal is on board. Yeah, I didn't um, think many so that's people crazy. did. And, and I think that's a, that's a fantastic, uh, it's a fantastic addition. What I hope happens, cause I heard, I've heard some rumblings around the league that there's a, cause I think, uh, Montreal's trying to ship Max Pacioretty off. Yeah. And I heard a rumor that he could be headed to Calgary. Um, and man, if, uh, it, I mean, Calgary would obviously have to give up, you know, a boatload if they were going to have Max Pacioretty there. But, uh, man, if he jumped on board too, you know, you got James, uh, James Neal and Elias Lindholm and stuff like that. And a couple of other new guys. I don't want to say the Stanley Cup is definitely for Calgary. <laughs> I mean, you hear it here first, though. Yeah. From Derry himself, Max Pacioretty <laughs> is going to Calgary with the Cup. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question. It just kind of popped in my head right now. You being a big Flames fan, what are your thoughts on, mm-hmm. on the uh, – you were just kind of talking about the, the Cup – the cup run. The last time they were in the cup was 04. What are your thoughts on uh, game six? Nikolai Hobby Bullen on the goal line. Was it a goal or oh, was it you not? You can't bring that up. You can't do that. <laughs> I can't. Come, oh, come on. Okay. So, all right. So, I'll give you this. I'll give you this right now. Um, 04, that year was the last year that I lived in Calgary. And I actually had, so me and five other of my like idiot friends had season tickets in the nosebleeds uh, for that year. Um, and I was at that game. I was at that game six. Now, looking back on it and looking, you know, you can see these hilarious conspiracy theorists all around the Internet talking about they definitely, you know, it definitely went in. And sure, there are some different shots of the goal line and the puck definitely crossing the goal line. So were they robbed? Yeah, right, they were robbed. 100%, man, that goal was in and that series is over and that cup is in Calgary. Now, 
if you want to if you want to run with a conspiracy theorist, uh, yeah, it was planned from day one that Calgary would have been. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, it it, it happened the way that it did. Now, if you look back there and and take a look at uh, you know sort of what happens with the uh, instant replay now and coaches challenge and this and that, sure, it could have gone the other way. Um, but man, if you're still hold, you know, I love the flames, but if you're still holding on to that, you got to get something else to do in the day. Um, because you, you just got, you, you, right. you just can't hold on to that too much. You, you're you're going to hold on to that until you die. And then, again, get something else to do in the day. Yeah. Um, do, do I wish that they won? Of course they wish that they won, but what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, I mean, you're a big <laughs> hockey fan yourself. Did you play it all growing up or? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, I played, you know, I think like any, uh, almost any young kid in Canada, I played, uh, from, from very, very young age. And I actually, the only reason I got out of it, uh, I got out of it fairly young as well, though, because it was sort of a choice between that and snowboarding. I I was a competitive snowboarder for a long time. And, uh, so it was kind of like, well, you can kind of do one or the other because hockey requires early mornings all the time and weekends and stuff and snowboarding requires the same thing. So, pick one or the other because you just there's just not physically enough time in the day to do both and so i liked uh, i like snowboarding you know my big brother was into it and uh, all of his friends so what am i going to do of course i'm going to <laughs> i'm going to follow them and try and see if i can hang out with them more and then uh, you know and then uh, so so i picked snowboarding but definitely uh, and then uh, you know I, I picked up playing rec league hockey later on in vancouver and stuff it's actually where jared and i met was playing on a beer league hockey team um, in Vancouver. And uh, there's, there's uh, so myself, Jared, um, Dylan Playfair, Andrew Herr, and Tyler Johnston all played on the same beer league hockey team together. So Tyler plays Stewart, and uh, Dylan and Andrew play Riley and Jonesy. So we all played on the same beer league team together at Van- in Vancouver at one point. Um, but that's sort of like the extent of, the, uh, of my hockey playing, um, I don't know, call it ability, call it whatever you want. But that's the last time I sort of like laced them up, uh, you know, if for real at all. Right. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah. Um, So obviously all those guys are on the team. Please tell me you guys were the, the letter Kenny shamrocks, right? We no, we weren't because they were, uh, they were maybe a, maybe a dream that we didn't know we had at one time. No, this is like, um, (laughs) this is, uh, it's sort of been, how long have I known Jared for? Oh man, this is, this is like eight, nine years ago, seven, eight years ago, whatever. Uh, so we were on a team called the Trappers. And uh, no, the Shamrocks had not uh, had not been invented yet, uh, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'm sure we would have been the Shamrocks. Um, we actually play, uh, we usually have a game once, uh, once a shooting block. Uh, we play up in Sudbury, and uh, so all of us get to play on a team again, which is pretty fun. And so we play uh, as either the Irish or the uh, Shamrocks, depending on, uh, depending on which jerseys we can uh, get a hold of from, uh, from the costumes department. <laughs> Well, please at least tell me that the guys that play Riley and Jonesy have some incredible chirps on the bench anyways. Like, that didn't just start at Leonard Kenny. Like, that started then. Oh, no, no. They've got great ones. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Two of them basically don't, basically don't yes. know when to stop. They're, they're hilarious dudes uh, <laughs> on and off the ice and, and sitting on the bench. It's like you're supposed to be focused, and it's just like you're having a little, a, li- a little wee in the pants because it's like it's hilarious when they're on the bench for sure. Um, you know, and they're just funny dudes in real life anyway. So it's just like, yeah, the bench is no different. You have a good time, but also too, like uh, Andrew and Dylan, they've got, uh, they both play junior hockey. Like they've got, they've got yeah. some skill too. Um, so they can, they can come out there and back it up as well, which is uh, always nice. You know, it's it's always hilarious when like the loudest guy plays the worst, but these guys, uh, these guys got some chirps, but they also got some hands too, which is nice. 
So one uh, question that we love to ask all of our you know guests because you know we are essentially a hockey podcast is um do you have a favorite yeah. mem- hockey memory from like either playing or watching or, like just anything from when you're growing up? Um, one of my favorites uh, would be in that uh, in the aforementioned uh, Stanley Cup almost run uh, was when uh, we, okay so it's uh, the uh, first round of the playoffs. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, Calgary's playing Vancouver and, um, you know, it goes to seven games and then, uh, and then a little, uh, a little goal in overtime there. Uh, those, those, uh, those like series winning goals, um, by Martin Jelena are my favorites and specifically the one against Vancouver to win the series when he came around, bustled, bustled around the net and came around and did a little wrap around there and uh, won in overtime after Vancouver had come back to tie it in like the last 30 seconds of the game. Uh, or, or minute of the game in game seven. And then Jelena puts one in and I, uh, you know, jumped out of my shoes, spilled my beer everywhere. It was like, <laughs> it was fantastic. That's my favorite one. And then also against San Jose and then also against Detroit, he scored series winning goals there too. So that run and those three goals are three of my favorite hockey memories. Like uh, no question about it. I was going to say he had a few big goals to, for the flames that, that oh, yeah. playoff year. Yeah. Oh yeah, he closed out those three series. He got yeah, he won. He got the series winning goal in uh, against Vancouver. He got the series winning goal against um, San Jose and against Detroit. Yeah, um, and like that was it was insane. Like what like what an individual effort from a guy. And those are pretty sick stats to yeah. have going forward. Three series winning goals in one ra- in one uh, playoff run. Yeah. I, I... Honestly, could not think of anybody else that has ever done that. So yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, one other uh, thing we actually just started doing. It's uh, we started doing a buy sell trade for three players throughout the league, but we kind of came up with a, a new variation for you. Um, and it's three cast members in their character. Uh, you have to get a puppers with one, do some chorn with one, and get in a Donnie Brook with one. Which uh, which three would you go for for each one? Oh, sorry. Can you sorry, repeat that one? Sorry, we just uh, we broke up there for one sec. Yeah, no, your problem. Uh, it's so either for one cast member in their character, you got to go get a puppers with one. You got to do a do some chorn with one and get in a Donnie Brook with one. Oh, sorry, they were, we're breaking up again here. I apologize. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, so which uh, which cast? Oh, there member, we go. Perfect. Okay, there we go. Uh, which cast member would you okay. uh, go get a puppers with? Which one would you get do some chorn with? And which one would you get a Donnie Brook in while they're in character? Uh, <laughs> who would I get a puppers with? Um, I would get a puppers with Stuart because it would be an interesting one-sided conversation. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I would I would chore with Wayne because Wayne would pick up most of the slack that I'm clearly going to be laying down. And then uh, and then a Donnie Brook. Uh, oh boy, I don't want to get a Donnie Brook with any of us. Maybe maybe Katie. I don't know. I could, I could get get my ass whipped by her I was like say, I always she do. Still might win. Yeah, that's it there. You sure, it wouldn't be that raccoon with the rabies. You don't want to go with that one again. <laughs> Yes, I would go with the raccoon. <laughs> the raccoon with the rabies, yeah, the, the possum and the raccoon there. Yeah, yeah, there you go, time. perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for taking the time out to do this interview. We uh, we cannot wait to watch season one and season two out on Hulu and, uh, and for the rest of the three seasons to come out as well. So thank you so much for taking the time out, and uh, we wish you guys the best. 
Oh man, thank you so much for having me. Anytime, uh, I, I'm always up for chatting a bit of hockey too. Uh, just just putting it out there. Oh, yeah. um, oh, but uh, yes, uh, man, man, thanks again for having me, and uh, and you guys take it easy. Yeah, you and uh, just in case you're ever in Chicago, we do have a, a pretty big named uh, men's league team down here. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need to lace them yeah. up in uh, in Chicago, let us know. All right, fine. Uh, you think I won't take you up on that offer? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're lying. <laughs> you we'll, we'll have a jersey waiting for you. <laughs> Oh, beauty, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks so much, Nathan. We'll talk to you soon. Right, have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Follow the guys on Twitter at WCBP, on Instagram, WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders Podcast. The Windy City Benders Podcast.